Hi there. Howdy, friend. I'm assuming you're just a stranger to these parts, seeing you don't have a pack Brahmin with you. Or is our medical shipment full of holes right now? Expecting a caravan, are you? Yeah. Ten pounds of medics and stim packs could make or break a little town of ours. We don't provide maps to our caravans because we don't want the Legion finding us out here. You know, we're one of the last normal towns left alive out here. Lord only knows how long we'll make it these days. That's unfortunate. I've dealt with my share of the Legion in the past. I hope I never run into them again. But no, I'm a drifter. Only a drifter. Might I ask how you heard of our little town? We need to keep these things on record. Never been or heard of the town before. It's actually my first time in the state. Newcomer, eh? Well, in that case, you might as well drift on out as quickly as you drift on in. We've got a toxin storm on the rise, and people tend to die when they roll around. Best get inside while you can. Gotcha. Can I come in? Of course. Just had to check you out. Uh, word to the wise. Head up to the hotel just up the road, unless you'd rather spend the night on the dirt with the rest of the jet addicts. Duly noted, friend. Oh, by the way, the name's Sammy in case you need me. Welcome to Deadstone. Oh, wait, I forgot. What's your name? sir. Likewise. This the local barracks? <laughs> yes, welcome to the Deadstone Hotel. But I think I like your name better. <laughs> That's good to hear. And it would be better if you had any rooms on tap. What do you have for me? Oh, we always have a clean bed and a locked door for someone needing one, if their caps are good. It's funny. I bet in most places of the wasteland, hotel rooms are hard to come by. But honestly... Most customers are passers-by like you because the majority of our residents are citizens native to these parts. I'm surprised my business stays afloat like this, but, well, there's enough folks like you coming through, so keep it up, I guess. Hmm. Alright, let's see what we got here. I've got a large room on the top floor for 100 caps, and four small ones, each one at the price of 50 caps. You take your pick. Small. Any one of them will do. Alright, small room for 50 caps it is. What can I put on the ledger for a name? Uh, sir? Hmm, what? Oh, yes, uh, put me down as Nick Spade. Done deal. Here's your room key, Mr. Spade. Hope you find it to your liking. If the closet safe isn't there, you just let me know. Your room is on the second floor, farthest on the right side of the hallway. Thanks. Oh, and uh, you might want to take this. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. There's a toxic storm coming tonight. If any of that dreaded stuff seeps into a crack in your room, you're bound to blow chunks for six days straight. Or die. Best wear it while you sleep. Like this? Perfect. Now that's complimentary, and a local law by the sheriff. If you know what's good for you, you'd wear it before you leave tomorrow too. Who knows how far that stuff can reach. Thanks for the heads up. 
This is Walter Camry, audio entry number... Well, I guess that doesn't matter anymore, now that I'm not following any legal case. It's not a surprise when I say that most of New Mexico was a challenge, but when I say Arizona was the earthly incarnation of Hades, I mean it. In fact, at one point, I was so intimidated that something inside me screamed for me to just drop it all and go back to Plano. No one's judging you for doing so, right? True, but I sure as heck wasn't going to make it this far and turn tail. And what would I come home to? A city that was just fine without me, and some scaly lizard that won't leave me alone. <laughs> I know why I wanted to turn back. It was a sheer sight of the Legion presence in this state. Not that I'm afraid of going toe-to-toe with some padded-up loon, but uh, I wonder. I wonder if they know what I did to their buddy back home. And now my name is Nick Spade, a combination of two of the greatest detectives that ever lived. <laughs> I'll be continuing my search bright and early tomorrow. Nothing I can do now but wait. Until next time. Okay, okay, this ain't nothing new. Now clear the scene. Ah, oh, good lord, no wonder. Old Miss Marjorie kicked the bucket on this one. Damn. Anyone happen to see this one occur? Anybody? Anybody at all? Ah, I see. Okay, folks, clear the scene. I'll, uh... I'll make sure to set up proper burial procedures for inform y'all of the date. Now get gone, all y'all. Boy, did you not hear me? Or shall I consider you returning to the scene of the crime? Interesting display on this one. No cuts, no bruises, no broken nails from a struggle. It's as if she just dropped dead on the street. That's because she did. Sort of. Unless that thing got to her. The toxin storm sure did. Now, with an old woman like Miss Marjorie, I'd be surprised if it wasn't some stroke or heart failure. Woman was way past her life expectancy the way she drank all her life. Nothing a quick autopsy can't fix. I'm sure she knew about the radiation storms with the length of time I assume she's lived here. Uh, no reason for her to go on a stroll that late. Hmm. Who are you? Some kind of detective? <laughs> I've solved my share of cases back home, sure. Get out. I only thought those existed in the old pulp novels. <laughs> A living, breathing detective, huh? Where are you from? Carbon, Texas. It's a little town much like this. <laughs> Unreal. So, you had your own place with a snarky secretary and all that jazz? <laughs> I had me a seedy little shack of my own, sure. Uh, couldn't afford to pay a secretary, unfortunately. Was just barely scraping by in that town. Hmm. 
And, uh, what brings you here, Mr., uh... Spade. Nicholas Spade. And I'm actually trying my luck, moving up to that little place called The Hub up in California. Here it has good law enforcement opportunities. Sheriff Trenton, judge, jury, and executioner of Bedstone. Though it ain't like none of that happens very often here. Glad to see another face of authority stumble on in here. Hope this unfortunate incident didn't sully your view of our little town. Sounds like you've seen it all too often, Sheriff. You need any help? Oh, well, talks and storms come around often enough for folks to know not to hang around outside at night. There's rumors, however. You did mention a thing prowling around. No, just a local rumor, really. Well, Sheriff, I've been around the block a few times over. Sometimes rumors turn out to be true. Sometimes. Well, the truth is... We only have the Legion boys to worry about when it comes to threats, but some are saying some phantom of the night likes to skulk around during these storms and claim a victim. Something to do with some ancient cult or something. I I'm really never paid attention to wacky stuff like that. Is Deadstone home to a cult? Huh, you've got to be kidding me. Nothing like that's going to fly around in my town, but I, uh, I'm getting a little tired of these annual killings. And I know it sounds wrong, but I sort of miss the good old days of cleaning up something as simple as a poker game gone wrong. And this fandom thing its going to send half my town running elsewhere someday. Where do you think it's best to start? Well, I don't want to cut in on your travels. Sorry, Sheriff, but I think you hooked me. If you give me just one tip-off, you can consider this a step further to the culprit. Trust me. I've been known for things like this, and you won't have to worry about your pocketbook being a little more light. Well, I guess I can't say no to free help. How's about you start with this shady fellow the townsfolk like to call the Mole? His real name is Sid Bennett, but his rather strong knowing of everyone earned in this name. Try him. He runs the local chem lab down the road there. Good. I'll see what I can find and report it back to you. Don't put your life in danger, partner. The last thing I want to do is delay your trip even more. I won't pin it on you if I do. Hang tight, Sheriff. Nice to meet you, Mr. Spade. Welcome, welcome. I don't think I've seen your face around here, sir. Another passerby? New addition to our caravan? Well, our policy requires all first-timers to enjoy their first hit on the house. Whatever it may be. <laughs> well, what will it be? Jet? That's our most popular seller. My name's Nick Spade, and I'm a detective. Oh, so I take it that you're not going to partake in our fine wares. A quaint little place like Deadstone has a local chem dealer. What's up with that? Not one for formalities, are you? Fine, then. To the point. Whatever it is. <laughs> My name is Sid Bennett, humble proprietor of Deadstone's general store. You see, Mr. Spade, is it? I serve more than just recreational happiness. I sell any amenities that may help improve your small-town life. I'm no newcomer. I'm only passing by. But my trip may be held back until I find out if the corpse of old Miss Marjorie outside was a product of foul play. 
Oh, of all the patrons, it had to be the nice one. I had no idea Miss Marjorie fell victim to the storm last night. My condolences to her family. She was one of my best customers. A chem user, was she? Do not take that for evidence. Her usage of my products of life did nothing but enhance it. If you want to begin pointing fingers at someone, it should be that phantom we hear so much about. Heard of this phantom before. Uh, Trent didn't want to shed any light on it. How about you help a detective out and tell me a ghost story? Yeah, we all love to blame others so easily for crimes unsolved. Now, Marjorie being dead makes this a personal endeavor, but everyone else who managed to kill lived as total imbeciles. Always coming back to me saying my product was trash or that they wanted their money back. But Marjorie knew how to have fun. If this phantom wants to start getting rid of all the good customers, he has another thing coming. Look, what all did our oh-so-loving sheriff say to you exactly? Hmm. He only laid the toxin storm itself and some ancient cult on the table of causes that could have killed the old woman. <sighs> he gives you only half of what he knows, that sniffling brat. Fill me in, mole. Ha <laughs> ha! He told you about that name, huh? Bastard, what an insult. All due to my close personal relationship with the town of Deadstone. He considers me some sort of rodent, stalking the personal lives of our fellow citizens. Hope you're not stalking them at night during rad storms as well. I want you to listen closely, Detective. My only purpose in life is to make people happy. With that, whatever anyone else tells me about what goes on in their lives is their choice. This is why I know things, okay? So, the Phantom. He or she is no different than the common child's campfire tale in the dead of the night. We can't take it seriously, but the sheer amount of claimed sightings and investigations have driven us out of our minds. Please, you're sure the real murderer couldn't just be pointing the phantom's way to cover his own tracks? This is the type of town where everyone knows each other, Nick. The truth would have been out years ago. Heck, I'm the supposed mole, remember? You think I would just let my friends die and not do anything if I knew who the murderer was? Look, nobody likes to talk about it, but two miles from here, it's a little church. A church? You think he hides out there? Oh no, I'm not claiming that. But if you want to get anywhere, you go there next. You see, about ten years back, some men of cloth came strolling by this place, claiming to be a part of this Church of Adam which had recently taken over the old abandoned church for their own. They claimed to have answers for our little legion fear and managed to trick a few of our downtrodden townspeople into thinking joining was the solution to protecting themselves. They left, but sometimes they come back to trade. So what's the deal with the legion? It sounds like this part of the wasteland is riddled with them. What makes this town so special? Some say we've just been lucky enough to avoid them, but really it's those toxin storms that ravage this area so hard they keep them away. To them, this place is a no-man's land. Yet, here we are, so safely tucked away under the storm cloud. Thing is, that Church of Adam claims it has the ability to conjure up these storms for us, protecting us and them. Probably just a recruitment tactic. Hmm. Does a phantom come into play in this area of the story? Precisely. You see, rumor has it that these cultists make sacrifices every so often. There's so few of them that killing their own would be just plain silly. Their numbers are too few. But hey, there's a little town called Deadstone right across the road. Why not slay the non-believers? I see. Looks like I need to head out two miles more and find me a church. Well said.
Oh, and do me a favor and tell Sheriff Trenton to fuck off when it comes to who he sends to me. If he wants me to cough up some information, he'll have to pay for it next time. Hey, Nick, wait. Hey, uh, did, uh, Sid tell you about the Children of Adam? He did. Sounds like that group has a bone to pick with this town. Look, I know Sid may have pointed you in the right direction, but everybody knows about the Children of Adam. Remember when I said I didn't want to halt your trip for very long? Well, I'm just telling you right now that this could very well cancel your plans altogether. You're saying I might die? The children are a bad bunch, Nick. They'll blow you into oblivion as soon as they look at you given the chance. I don't think so, Sheriff Trenton. I just don't think so. You can't blame this on me, you hear? And you better not come back here after they kill you. I don't need two phantoms in my town. Halt! What are you doing here? I come in peace. My name's- I don't care what your name is. Turn tail right now and be lucky I haven't shot you yet. But I- Clear out now, or I'll- Eddie, what in the name of Adam are you yelling at? This intruder, sir. He is armed and was approaching the church without invitation. Settle down, Eddie. I told you about pointing guns at newcomers. But, sir- Overruled. Let the man in. He's done us no harm. What was that? Ahem. <clears throat> nothing, sir. Nothing. Walk slowly. You've journeyed a long way, Pilgrim. Have you come seeking a new spiritual life under Adam today? Eh, uh, it was only two miles. But no, I'm afraid not today. You see? He should have no business but bad business if he comes to us without seeking- Oh, shut it, Eddie. We're more than just preachers in here. We can have other conversations, too. Just let the damn man say his piece before we start accusing him on stuff. The both of you, quiet down. I don't want to hear any baseless accusations from you, Eddie. And Tammy, I will not hear such language in the church. And not in front of this man, either. <coughs> I apologize for that. My two newest disciples are still having trouble living with what they used to call radiation so heavily around them. They will break the old traditions, however. Please, what can Zolot Anderson do for you, young man? <clears throat> well, uh, the situation is slightly complicated, Mr. Anderson. My name is Walter Camry, and I'm currently on my way to California. I stopped by Dead Zone for a night's rest until an elderly woman was found dead on the street right outside my hotel the next morning. Oh, dear. It wasn't too much of a surprise to the townspeople, as this apparently happens after their so-called toxin storms. The last superstitious believe some murderer likes to stalk the area at night and claim a victim every time a storm comes. And the others? I won't sugarcoat it. I did some research, and unfortunately, many fingers are starting to point this way. Blasphemy! Sit down, Eddie. This man isn't here to prosecute the innocent. I'm not gonna sit here and listen to this man ramble on about how our way is wrong. There he goes. Forget about him for now. 
He's still trying to understand when it's right to defend our views. They haven't been challenged. Tammy, go see if Eddie needs someone to talk to. I'll deal with this incident with Mr. Campbell. He's only going to yell at me. But if it's in the name of progress... Mr. Campbell, I've been overseeing the actions of me and my disciples for more than 20 years now. And I'd be very sure if one of them had any sort of blood on their hands. Well, I'm not blaming any of you yet. It's just that a local fable claims an evil phantom associated with your beliefs is murdering townsfolk in a sort of sacrificial ceremony. I just came to see what's what. My word. So it's finally happened. What's happened? Walter Camry, what I am about to say is a classified matter under the Church of Adam. I hope you can be trusted with this sort of... Information. Privacy is my number one priority, Mr. Anderson. Good, because I have something to tell you. There was once a fourth member of this little tour of ours. His name was Boris, and he was quite the brute. You think this Boris could have done this? No, I... I mean, he could have, but... We cannot be so sure. His cause here was more than a pilgrim's journey. No, he wanted to protect us. Boris used to be a member of the Legion before he came here. According to their laws, he was due to kill me on sight. But that's when we began talking and discussing our places in life. I told him the good word of Adam's glory at the end, and that was that. He joined us and dropped his old ways. He even proved it by gunning down the search party with his local post sent after him. Divided them in Adam's light. Sounded like a star student in the making. He was until he and I became torn on the subject of dealing with non-believers. Everything else we agreed upon, but this... this one area set him ablaze on the inside. I thought you all followed one set path in the end. Ah, that is where differences split some of us children. You see, Walter, there are some of us who will find more aggressive than others. Judging how I treated you, I'd call myself a more peaceful member of my flock. Though some would rather see you destroyed before understanding you. It is what I've been trying to deter Eddie from. He's showing some signs of Boris. How did Boris handle your teachings? He stayed with me for a few years, and as they went by, he heightened the status of himself quite rapidly. Soon he would reject my input about how to deal with combat situations, and then the entirety of my words altogether. Boris left us expected. I remember doing my best to convince him not to divided all who rejected Adam's light. You think Boris might have chosen Deadstone as his murder hotspot? Well, this story sure fits the narrative. Do not confuse my failed disciples' actions with the rest of the flock, Mr. Cavill. I Don't fret about it. The radiation storms roll around and Boris hits the streets. You people worship the stuff, right? Do not play around with this one, Walter. I know you have seen a lot in your line of work, but as it pains me to say it, Boris is an animal. Lost his way a long time ago, and nothing left but pure hate. Hmm. Huh. So that's the story the children of Adam left you with. Well, at least they're honest. I wouldn't take it as a false any day. They have the perfect crazy cultist alibi to support this story. To me, it sounds like our phantom was only a byproduct of a failed ideal. The zealot told me of the different approaches the children of Adam have when it comes to aggression. It's a sad tale, really. 
Well, whatever happened, it's plaguing our town like a disease. So I'm sure we'll draw the fella out once we kill these loonies that took over the church. No. I've given them my word that no prosecutions of any kind will come their way. That is, unless we find more solid evidence that they had something to do with the murders more directly. They gave you everything we need in order to put them down. If we just send a small posse their way... No! If those Adam folks did anything for us, it was giving the proper information. If they die, more problems will be made, not solved. And how so? Think for once in your life, Trenton. If anybody has a skinny on that phantom, they do. And besides, you wouldn't be killing the problem. That thing would only just lash out even more. <sighs> then, uh, what do you propose? Sid just closed his shop, so I'm going to be providing your town with a little more income tonight. I'll stay the night once more at the hotel and follow up in the morning with the mole. Eh, thank you, Detective Spade. Really. I'm really starting to think we can get this done and get things back on track. Don't mention it. Something like this could be just what I need to keep my mind sharp for the rest of the trip. Hey, whatever you're looking for, I hope you find it. Hmm, I do too. Good night, Sheriff Trenton. Hey, big guy, you staying another night or did you forget something? Another night, Harry. Made a little collaboration with the Children of Adam and making real progress on this Toxin Storm case. Same room, please. Uh-oh, Children of Adam, eh? Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Same room if you have it, please. Huh? Oh yeah, sure, going up. Thanks. This is Walter Camry again. Looks like my natural detective instincts have held me back another day in this shanty little town again. I won't waste any of my breath recording what I already know, but after meeting with this grand zealot of the Children of Adam cult, I'm convinced that it was this elusive Boris character who's been performing these local murders. It was a classic tale of a failed apprentice. Some cultist star child went rogue and left to be some martyr for his people. Claims he wants to kill those who won't accept Adam. Or perhaps this Adam needs to sacrifice every radiation storm. Well, I'll be back at it tomorrow, and hopefully that'll be the end of it. Walter Camry, over and out. Something told me you'd be coming, my friend. I'm happy to see the robes suit you nicely. Now, have you come for blood or redemption? I should be the one asking you that, Anderson. The way you take our teachings so lightly. If you have something to say, then say it. I'm not here for a debate this late at night. I think someone knows. Everyone knows at this point, child. No, I mean, I think someone knows. And that they're getting close. Very close. And what would you like from me, child? More drugs? A place to hide? You're not welcome here unless you wish to wash this all away and begin anew. There's still a chance for you, son. There's always a chance. I came for one thing, old man. What the hell you told that detective? What? What detective? Do not play dumb with me, Anderson. You know damn well he came by to question you about my work. 
Now tell me. Look, the church had approximately three new visitors today. Two of them traitors, and one a courier. Huh? Oh, really? Yes, really. Name them then. Michael Sampson, Tory Monroe, and... Ah, yes. Walter Cameron. And not one was named Nick Spade? No, not a one. Do I look stupid to you? Because this very morning, a man by that name comes into our town, writs a night in my hotel, and the next thing you know, I'm close to discovery. If I find out any of you heathens tipped him off, I'll kill you myself and preach the real word of Adam from Invenamon. What, what are you going to do? You could at least respect the old ways and end this peacefully. I will not expose you, my son, but I will advise for you to leave town. Forget this madness and find a new life for yourself. I will not be phased by the actions of one man's heart, but I will give you the assurance that he won't die tonight. No. He will take my actions tonight as a warning to leave Deadstone and never come again. That way, you and your pets can sleep soundly at night. Though, if he refuses and presses onward, forget what I just said. Good day, Zealot Anderson. Yes, good day. You didn't hear a darn thing last night? We're sleeping like a baby, unfortunately. Well, this tears it. If we want this bastard dead, we need to act fast. What do you have in mind, Sheriff? Get down to that rat mole bastard and shake him down for what he knows. Right. He was the only one you ever spoke to about this besides the children of Adam. Squeeze that smart aleck for everything. You got it, Sheriff. Does Mr. Spade want a little pick-me-up before he heads back up the dusty trail, hmm? You know what I'm here for. I need to talk about the murders. The journey further west is a rather long one. Wouldn't you care to sit and indulge for a spell? I have every reason to take you in on multiple accounts of murder, Mr. Bennett. Don't push me. And maybe we can make things work without you limping to the cell that you belong in. Now that would be a very unorthodox way of handling things, sir. I, for one, have just opened my store, and I'm still clearing the dust out of my eyes. My work comes first, Mr. Spade. No other commute was made this morning or last night. And to be completely blatant, your visit here thus far has been a pain in my ass. Now spit out whatever the fuck it is you want to say, hmm? I'm waiting. The girl, murdered in the hotel room right next to mine last night. Her body was split apart. On the floor, the walls, her limbs all over the place. She was cut apart the day after I came here and took your advice to go see the children. Don't toy with me, Sid. Why, I didn't know of this. No murder but Miss Marjorie's is all I know of. Really? 
because I find that very hard to believe when the only level-headed person I've spoken to about this is clueless about the matter. What do you want from me? You're a mole. You tell me. Have a positive ID on anyone that fits a reason to murder a hotel resident last night? You visited the hotel last night? Yes, I did. And? Who do you fucking think would have the fucking means to get inside that blasted room? Harry! Darn! Good job, Detective. The crazy camhead has answers for you that could hopefully get you off his ass. Now, unless you have a hankering for a spot of jet, I'll be- Where is Harry? You know where he works. I didn't see him when I left. Well, that's your problem. Live up to your nickname, Sid. Do you have an alibi for Harry last night? Oh, I may be a rat, but I can't perform miracles, Nicholas. You better give me something, Sid. Now, for the last time, I don't fucking know- Stop it, Sid! What? Harry, I- What the heck is going on here? I- I'll tell you what's going on here. I- I was down in Sid's basement. Purchasing new stock is all- Enough is enough, Sid. I went down to Sid when I knew the murder was done. I- I had a feeling. He was smuggling you out of town, wasn't he? After we completed a proper transaction to call upon my caravan connections, he could consider himself free once they arrived. You people wouldn't understand. I used to be part of them, Nick. The children of Adam. I wasn't exactly exile, but the altercation was quite rough before leaving them. I had a different view on certain subjects. You took the more aggressive approach on defending your beliefs to outsiders. I know. Yeah, but it's not like I expected anyone here to understand that in such a detailed manner. Just me being a part of that cult would mean my hanging. I I won't get a hang. I just won't. Yes, you will, Harry. You, Sid, and all the other damnable pricks associated with that organization. Shit! Stood behind the door to hear that bullshit sob story just now. I knew you and Sid would be chummy with each other. The smuggling? I knew you'd be moving product illegally out of my town, but people? I never thought I'd see the day. Well, good morning to you too, Sheriff. May I offer you some Ultrajet? New shipment arrived just today. Shut up with that modesty crap. I've caught you and your buddy the Slayer red-handed. Hold on. I left that fucking place for starters. C- couldn't that do me any good, Detective? It's not like I wanted for any of this to happen. I, I don't even remember any of these things. Who-, who knows what the hell they did with my mind while I was in there? You're right there. You're twisted. And you need to be exterminated before you or any of that cult gang slaughter any more of my citizens. Now, none of this excessive violence is needed to- And Sid, you can go ahead and neighbor a cell with this creepy asshole since you just love helping people like him out in an oh-so-tough situation. Why, you gall of some man. Replace gall with brass. Sometimes you have to assert yourself in these situations, Sid. And I can only imagine the sleepless night Sheriff Trenton had to put up with because of you and Harry's antics. Detective, he wants to kill me! And why shouldn't he? Your actions have literally cost the lives of innocent people here. And I don't care what kind of spiritual state you're in. Why, I can't believe... Neither can I, kid. But I'm about to sort this whole thing out with you two behind bars. Now come with me. As for you, Nick, I want you to get your things from the hotel room and meet me in the sheriff's office in about an hour. After I run through the final regulations past these two men, I'd like you to question them, just in case I miss something. Sure thing, Sheriff. Good man. 
Now both of you, stay in front of me and make no sudden movements or I'll clip you both. Oh lord, I really did it, didn't I? You are going to look rather disappointed with your decision, Sheriff. Mark my words. Any more of that concentrated diarrhea that comes out of your mouth is only driving your case deeper in the toilet with each five dollar word you say. Now do as I say. Ah. Before I say any of this, I just wanted to let it know. I kept your occupation out of this when he stopped by last night. Thank you, Anderson. He looked distressed, Walter. More distressed than I've seen him in a long time. What is he like without those robes on, Detective? Since you last saw him? Huh. Seemed like a normal lad who ran a more than respectable wasteland hotel down in Deadstone. It was quite the cover-up. He was on the fence about it, but some sort of spiritual unraveling seems to be the blame for his outbursts in the night. You know something, Detective. Sometimes I have a student here or there who never truly accepts our ways. Maybe mostly, but never fully. This includes our attire, our ways of worship, the very air we breathe. You telling me Harry had some issue with the irradiated air you folks inhale? Harry. Is that what he's calling himself now? Well, yes. I sometimes lose a student or two to the air in which they are not willing to accept. Though they die out in most situations such as these, but sometimes they become... feral. Like a ghoul? If only I were so blessed. It is as if the aggression of a death claw mixed with their old bigoted ways. As if no faith was there to begin with. Just, just an unraveled mess of a man. But if one is to successfully open themselves to the light and glory of Adam, then these things wouldn't happen. Maybe that is why our dear old friend Boris, or shall I say Harry now, acted the way he did. He is at an eternal crossroads of his old self, and the new self that never was. Wow. I didn't know it could go deeper than just some lone nut trying to rack up a higher score. No offense. None taken, Walter. I... I just want this burden to be lifted once and for all. Don't worry. This should all be over by the end of today or tomorrow, I'm sure. I just have one request. What's that? If anyone is going to shoot or pull a lever... Can it be you? I... well... Look, I know bigotry is in the high area when it comes to me and my people, but... I can understand that you're a man of respect. Even to folks like us. Just prevent any event that could make Boris's death prolonged. Will you? I... I will. You have my word. Bless you, Walter Kenry. Bless us all. You know, Harry's been in complete disbelief since the sheriff took us in. He's doing his best to remember what he's done during the nights of these toxin storms. There's a vein on the side of his head which says so. (sighs) What did the sheriff say? Oh, he plans on a quick bullet to the back of the head of our little hotel manager here tomorrow. My sentence won't be as severe, I'll tell you that. My friendship with Harry was no accident. We were both different in our own different ways. 
He leaves his children of Adam lifestyle behind with a little hint of his violent past, and I sell products that gain controversial questions from local government. I don't sell addiction, that's purely the buyer's choice. What I sell is a daily dose of happiness, and under a legal rule. I just need to get myself out of all this smuggling mess, then I'll be home free. You need to come clean about all this, to me, and to the sheriff. I will do all I can to help you, but you need to stop being shifty. If the sheriff wants to kill you along with Harry tomorrow, he'll make that happen. Which is what I worry about. But if I smooth my way out of that possibility with sweet words and sugar talk, I'll have Mr. Trenton off my back, believe me. Well, don't count on it. This is something Sheriff Trenton has been looking to solve for a long time now, and prisoners may not be taken by the end of this. If you have the skinny on anything, this is your last chance to tell me. Now. Perhaps you're right about this. You know... We could use some level-headedness like yours in this town. Well, in the ways of information, I'm as clueless as anyone. But I suggest speaking to our good pal Harry. He's the real star of the show here. I'll do that. But I think you might be the most unoccupied at the moment. I'm sure Harry is a blubbering mess. Are you suggesting a compromise? I didn't say compromise. I just said you were unoccupied. If I weren't here trying to help you, what would you be doing to save yourself right now? A hypothetical, eh? What's in it for me? I won't be in this town for much longer, and none of my jurisdictions can fall on you unless the sheriff says so. So let's just say you're talking to Nick Spade, the guy who won't blab to the sheriff on this one, hmm? I like your tone, detective. Hmm. Well, if I were alone in this creaky cell without your oversight, I would put my hairpin to good use. That is, only if my life was on the line like this. So you already have an escape plan in your head? Only in my head, yes. It would be easier with a small screwdriver, too, but yes, my trusty hairpin never fails. What do you have in mind, Detective? Simple. I want you to hand the bobby pin over to me so I can hand it to Harry. Whoa, what a change of direction. Nick Spade does it again. Hmm. Why ever for? You definitely don't come off as a crooked cop type. I'm not. I want to see Harry's true state tonight during the storm. And if perhaps I can reason with him. If not, I'll put him down myself. And as for me? Well, you're home free, remember? If I end up making Harry snap out of his true state of mind or kill him, we'll have our answer now, won't we? Hmm. Either way, you win. I don't exactly like you, Sid, but I do know that an execution charge for your actions would be a little too unjust for me. Not that I'm saying you haven't done worse. Bless you, Mr. Spade. Bless you. I'll stay out here and await the verdict, but how do you expect someone as fearful as Harry to just wait until dark to open up that cage? What makes you so sure he won't burst out when he has the chance? Don't worry. I've thought of that. I won't be telling him the cell door is unlocked. Then how will he know to get out when he can? Oh, he will. Harry seems like a smart killer when the mood strikes him. I'm going with my gut on this one. Now hand over...
want to see any more bloodshed tonight, or ever again in this town. You have been warned, yet you still contest me. And again, I don't care. Who do you think I am, some sort of hired thug? You may be able to chop up some poor woman next door to me, but it's going to take a lot more than that to scare Walter Camry. Walter? Walter Camry? And don't you forget it. You... You were that courier. I went to see the Zealots, weren't you? Yes, I am. But my courier days are behind me, thank you very much. But that makes no sense. You were supposed to be collaborating with those weakling freaks as an investigator. So you know of my looking into of your case? Of course I did. I can see all under Adam. He shows me where you live, where you sleep, where you hide. Nothing is avoidable from his gaze. You took my warnings, but in all the wrong way. It's over, Boris. Blasphemy. I do not hold that sick, twisted name in which Zealot Anderson knighted me as. I have rebaptized myself in the sweet water of the glow. Then what might your newer name be? Phantom? Like I should tell you. Well, in that case, let's rule out all we know. I find a woman dead outside of my temporary hotel building when I arrive here, and the next day another poor gal is chopped to bits as a warning to the detective next door. Now isn't that funny? How someone so close to the hotel is murdered, and then someone actually in the hotel is murdered. I carry out my work, not for amusement, but for the sustenance of Adam and his almighty glow. Yes, but there's something else that irked me the most about this, besides the killings. Wouldn't someone need a key to get inside the woman's room in the first place? Who else could have such a thing? Who do you think, Camry? Harry? Is that you? Some choose to call me that during the day, yes. I find it rather convenient to own such an establishment in correlation to what I must do. Perhaps you should consider yourself the means of my talents seeing another day of summer, as you will be taking the hit for them tonight. I thought about that, but no. I think that conclusion is a little too simple for me. Harry was just a simple guy trying to make his living. To me, the unfortunate occurrences that took place in and around his hotel were of no connection with the man himself. You fool! The answers are laid before you, and you deny- Harry really did seem like the obvious scapegoat on this one, didn't he? Why, you- But then I thought to myself, who else but Deadstone's local hotel owner could have access to every door in the town? You know too much! I know all I need to know, Sheriff Trenton. You surely are an interesting character, Trenton.
Hey there again, it's Walter Camry, following up on the Deadstone case. <sighs> well, it's done. It's finally done. In summary, one more regular stop to a little town in the waste turned into a full-time job, this one being without pay. Well, I take that back. Justice is its own payment, though an evil twisted sheriff is definitely a new one for the books. Usually I'd find these small corrupt towns with a rad roach or a raider gang problem, but these past two days, it's been an entirely different story. A wrongly accused hotel manager, a shady chem dealer, and a radiation-worshipping cult just a few miles out of town, only to figure out that the sheriff who put me up to this turned out to be the murderer himself. Huh. You know, with what that zealot Anderson told me back there, I wondered if Sheriff Trenton suffered from a split personality problem once he left the church in such a spat. But then I dispelled that theory because right before I shot him, he did his absolute best to frame Harry, even then. Hmm. Meaning he still knew exactly what he was doing the whole time. This was just all a part of Boris's, or shall I say Trenton's, scheme. The man was crazy, needed to be put down, and he had a chance to change himself for the somewhat better from his old Legion days while he was under Anderson. Too bad it went that far. Hmm. <sighs> but it's a new day, and nobody's going to hold me back this time. I've been following these tire tracks for miles now, and unless someone else has four wheels and an engine around here, I'm on the right track. Bunny, save me a seat. I'm hitting the blackjack tables with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, if I'm correct, I see the subject now. Yes, this is him. The agent assured me he would remain still for the surveillance feed. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is the one here. This is looking promising. Good work, Agent Draco. Well, do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.